Turn we'll paint the progression in every studio session. Turn we'll paint the progression in every studio session. Turn we'll paint the progression. This is pain to progression, money management for the rest of us. So who's the rest of us? If you're a single parent, then you're definitely the rest of us. Being a single parent must be extremely hard. My mother raised five and I was with my father and I knew it was rough for her. So if you're just doing even one by yourself, oh man, I can't even imagine more than one child by yourself. So I'm here for you. This is episode number five, Q&A Wednesday. Today, we are going to answer some questions about the stimulus money coming to you, credit and stock. So let's just jump right into it. Here's the first question. Mark from Florida asks, I got promoted last year and of course, for the first time I owe in taxes, but I just had a child this year and now a lot of my money is going to childcare. So things aren't as great as I would want them to be. If I owe money to Uncle Sam, will I get any stimulus money? First and foremost, congratulations on your promotion. That's always a good thing. Things could have been a lot worse, especially in this economy. To answer your question, as long as you file single and make less than $75,000 adjusted gross income or make less than $150,000 filing jointly, then you will qualify to receive the stimulus money. Now, the government has their own way to do their calculations, but this is what we know as far as what they're giving and how they're giving it. So to answer your question, yes, as long as you make within that range, you should qualify to receive money. There's more information for you at irs.gov forward slash coronavirus.com. Larry from Baltimore, Maryland asks, I purchased a laptop from online and it never came to me. It was returned to the seller because I wrote the address wrong, but I don't want it anymore. What can I do to get my money back? So Larry, as long as it's a card with a Visa, MasterCard or American Express logo, you can file a dispute with the bank and they will give you your money back. Or pretty much after you do a dispute, it'll be called a provisional credit pending investigation. There are certain reasons in which they can't refund you, but if a product is defective, never received, service never rendered, then you most likely will get your refund back. Steph writes, I keep hearing it's a great time to buy stock, but I've never bought stock in my life. How do I purchase stock? Okay. For some of you listening who may not know what stock is, I'll explain before I answer her question. Stocks are shares in a company. For example, the Disney company is worth right now around $130 billion because people like me and you own shares of the company. Right now, each share is worth $93.88 per stock. That means I own a piece of Disney. So if you own one share, you own a piece, a fraction of Disney, but you own one share. So if Disney does amazing and does another movie like Black Panther, for example, the value of the company will go up and my one share will go from $93 to $100 a share. So if I owned shares when it was $93 and sold it when it was $100, I would make $7 profit. Sorry, that's a lot of numbers. I hope that makes sense. Now, if I would have bought three shares totaling to $93, multiply that 93 times three, and I would have made $21 in profit. And just multiply that by more money and more stock. And that's kind of how stock works. So I hope that makes sense. So now to answer Steph's question, because the economy is doing horrible right now, normally where Disney, to stick to that same example, is $100 per share, it is now $50 a share. So because they closed down Disneyland and the movie theaters are closed, Disney's got hit hard. Now, eventually, Disney World will open back up and movie theaters will become a thing again and the stock will go back to 100. And just like that, you make $50. 
Now, if you would have bought two shares and spent $100, you would have made $200. So to answer your question, Steph, it's a perfect time to buy stock. But I don't want you to now unless your priorities are set. And by priorities, I mean rent, food, and health. And once those are set, if you have extra money, then I would highly recommend investing in stock. Mainly because if you have money in stock, the real investment is when you keep it there for around 10 plus years. Now, how do you buy stock? So before, and by before, I mean now, you can buy stock from companies like Fidelity and E-Trade, but they would charge you every time you buy or sell a stock. So right now, the apps are the ways to buy stocks for free. And what I mean by that is Robinhood is, a, is probably number one right now. And there's another one called M1 where you can buy stock for free. So for now, I would recommend those free ones to buy stock. That was a lot of information. So I hope I answered your question, Steph. If you need more clarity, just please reach out to me in my email and I'll, or if you want me to call you, um, just leave your number and I'll give you a call. So I wanna take the time to discuss something with you. The reason why I'm doing this, I would say it's maybe for selfish reasons. And what I mean by that is I believe I suffer from an acute case of survival's guilt. And what that is, is when you're doing good or you're doing well, and I, I'm putting my quote fingers up, you, it's really hard for you to really enjoy that because you think about the people that you came up with and you grew up with, your family, and you want them to have it and you don't think it's fair. So that that bothers me all the time and that's why i created this podcast i feel you deserve this i feel you deserve a home or homes you deserve financial success you deserve to not worry about money the way you do now and i want to give whatever information i've learned throughout the years working in the financial industry and i want to share that with you and my whole goal is for People that grew up the way I grew up, I want, I, I know I repeat it a lot, but I want to flip the world upside down. But I realized that the way that could happen is by you sharing this information with other people as well. I want to ask something of you. If you feel this is great information, then can you do me a favor and please share this with at least three other people? And I want them to get this information so they can as well do amazing things. And I would love to hear that story. So thank you in advance. Let's pay it forward. If you're just now tuning in, this is Q&A Wednesday where we're taking questions asked in my Pain to Progression Facebook page and my email at pain2, the number two, progression at gmail.com. For the next question, Beverly from Harlem, New York asks, this may be a stupid question, but what is credit and why is it so important? This is an awesome question, Beverly, and this is far from a stupid question. I actually love to explain this. So the way I typically explain this to people is if someone were to come to you and ask you for $500, if you had it, you wouldn't give it to them, right? Not because you don't know them, but mainly because you don't know them enough to know if they'd pay you back. Now, if that person had a paper given to him or her from the government stating that he's borrowed $500 before and then he'd paid it back with extra or he had no problems paying it back and he made his payments on time, then you'd be more inclined in letting him borrow that money. But what if the opposite? The person asked you for $500 and they showed you a piece of paper from the government stating that they borrowed money from their mother and they never paid her back and they borrowed money from a friend and they're hiding from that friend you're highly not likely to pay that person back. And that's what credit is. A legit document showing a person's history of borrowing money. So when you go to the bank and you ask them for, let's say $15,000 to take out a loan for a car, they don't know you, but 
you show them your credit and they can see that or they can say, I trust you, Beverly, because they see that you've paid your stuff on time. Now for the second question of why it's so important. The reason why it's so important is because it used to be used back then for loans. But now, although I don't agree with this reason, it's been used to judge your character. And I use the word judge very loosely. But what I mean by that is you need good credit to rent a home, to take out a loan, to to take out a loan for a phone, to qualify for a job. And I work at a bank and they pull your credit. So depending on how your credit is, will determine whether you get that job. And like I said, I don't believe that this is a great judge of character, but the way people or America sees it is that if you can pay your bills on time, they can trust you and you are dependable. But things happen. People get fired. Medical bills pile up. But that's just what America is. And that's how credit works. So I'm a high advocate in building and keeping great credit. And I hope in the future, I plan to talk about this more where I can help you as far as your credit. But email me. If you have any more specific questions, then I'm more than happy to help you. Question by Anonymous. I have never purchased a home and I never thought I would. But I'm in a better position financially than I've ever been and I see myself owning a home now. That's awesome. I have no idea where to start. How much do I need? Where do I need my credit to be? What information you have that can help me buy a home? I wanna tell you something. I was raised in the projects in New York. So buying a house was something I've never thought I would do. So when I was in a position to buy a home, I did it. I was super surprised on how easy it was. I actually told my good friend who didn't have great credit at the time how easy it was. And he listened and he did exactly what I told him. So I want to tell you exactly what I told him. It takes two people to buy a home, a lender and a realtor. Your lender handles your loan and the realtor handles your house finding. And all you have to do is do what both of them say and you will buy a house. That's it. Now, I'm oversimplifying that, but for the most part, as long as you have a lender and a realtor that you trust, the lender will pull you on the lending side and ask you for information and you just give it to them and the realtor will find a home for you and then you will buy a house. Now, there are some prerequisites that you would need to get in that position, so I'll explain that to you. So credit score should be at least 580 and that's mainly for FHA, but that's the minimum of your credit score and at least 3.5% down payment for the price of the home you want to buy. What I mean by that is think of the house price, so let's say 100,000, multiply that by 3.5% percent and that's what you would need as a down payment for the home now i'm not going to lie there's other smaller things you need to know or that would help you like what's the difference between an fha and a conventional mortgage but for the most part as long as you have that credit have the down payment and you find a realtor and lender that you trust it is that easy i promise you so please please go and try it especially if you get income tax income tax money is the best time to just go and find a house a lot of you make three thousand to eight thousand dollars and that's more than enough to buy a home that's all you need 580 credit score and that income tax money and you can buy a house Tiffany from Brooklyn asks, where I live, I'm not supposed to, but I'm renting an apartment from a friend who is on the lease. I live there by myself and I am not on the lease. I just got let go from my job due to all these company closing due to the coronavirus. I don't want to get caught, but I don't want to pay the rent if I don't have to. Can I skip my rent payment? Okay, Tiffany, this is a tough one. I get it. I don't want you to get caught either. I'm thinking the best thing for you to do is to call your leasing agent and don't mention your name or apartment number and ask them and like just be honest with them and say, I got laid off and I'm having issues paying rent. 
Are you guys allowing us to skip rent? And just have them answer. If they ask you, just say, I don't feel comfortable right now mentioning that, but I do want to know what I qualify for. And honestly, they don't want you to leave. As long as they can keep you as a tenant, then they will be fine. There's a lot of people, unfortunately, going through the same thing. So that's what I would do. So hopefully this was some delicious food for thought. I'll see you Friday where we'll talk safety and security. I love answering your questions. Please mention me at my Paint to Progression Facebook group or email me at pain 2 the number two, progression at gmail.com. I'll add in my show notes. Now this information is for you to use and grow financially, but it's also for you to share with whoever you feel this will help. Let's take this information and flip the world upside down. Talk to you later, bosses. Oh,